Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock updates here all from the great state of indiana please allison if you wouldn't mind cue up the band and let's do some indiana stuff tenderloins euchre basketball indiana stuff where do you want to go first Cameron? let's start on the southwest side we've got a couple different things brewing on the southwest side so the first update is there isn't an update with the Waffle House shooting. No arrests have been made yet. Hmm, Well, I wonder if the other people that were involved in the altercation are being uh, righteous and forthcoming with the police, or are they hmm, maybe not being cooperative? Could you blame them, though? With the way Marion County lets people in and out of prison and jail, can you blame them for not really wanting to rat somebody out for fear that... Hell, the very next day, they could be let out and then you become the target? Like, I've done a total 180 on that. Like, a couple years ago, I used to look at people who would not cooperate with the police as a big problem. But now, seeing what happens here in Marion County, I kind of get it. Snitches get stitches, and when somebody gets let right back out on the streets, they're coming after you. It sucks, but I totally get it. Um, So far in 50 days, approximately 50 days here in 2024, India's seen 30 homicides. Good Lord. Now, some of those have been self-defense, right? It's something we've covered here in the past uh, month or two is uh, justifiable homicides. Some of those have been justifiable, but... Approximately 50 days, 30 homicides. Uh, Our pal Reverend Charles Harrison spoke to Fox 59. We seem to have so many dangerous people, you know, in the streets of this city who have no moral compass, they have no regard for the sanctity of human life, and they're selling their conflicts with violence. And that's it. They're not scared of the justice system. They're not scared of dying. They're not scared of incarceration. They have no regard for their life, for the lives of their enemies, and the lives of the innocent bystanders that might be uh, around as well. And that's, you could tell, you know, the same thing with Kansas City, the Chiefs parade, just firing indiscriminately into a crowd over an altercation. And we talked about this yesterday. I. Spoke to a lot of police officers this past weekend. I did a charity event. A lot of police officers there. And multiple officers told me face-to-face that a lot of these people, they're handcuffing, they're taking in, they laugh. They laugh at the justice system in Marion County. They know they're going to be right back out on the streets. Or, worst-case scenario, if they do get locked up, it's a better situation for them than what they're coming from. They get time to work out. They get time to get on the iPad. They see some of their friends and family. That can't be the case. Like, jail can't be a vacation, and people shouldn't be laughing at the justice system of a county. Uh, Keeping it on the southwest side, this is some good news. Uh, This past weekend, there was a pretty bad car accident involving an IMPD officer. Oh, man, I saw that. Yeah, flipped the car upside down. This was around Kentucky Avenue uh, on the southwest side. The 22-year veteran of the department 
remains in stable condition, but is responding to treatment. So that is a encouraging piece of information. I want to say what happened was there was one police officer outside of his car helping a pedestrian or a citizen um, get a couch out of the road, in the middle of the road, and then another police officer came the opposite direction, and that was when everything went down. He flipped, and he had to be extricated from the from the cruiser. Multiple cars wow. involved yes. here. Um, it was pretty dicey there for a while, but the family tells IMPD, quote, we appreciate the prayers and support that we have received. Uh, you may have heard in the news a little bit earlier today, Elias Dorsey, the guy that shot through the door and murdered IMPD officer Brian Leith back in court for his fifth day and his trial. And today, the defense team They're trying to convince the jury that the shooting where Dorsey just fired random shots through the door, ultimately taking the life of Officer Leith, resulted from his mental illness. Yeah, well, let's hope the jury doesn't buy this mental health expert who's supposed to be on the stand, because it worked for the prosecution, certainly. They said, oh, no, he's insane, so we're going to take the death penalty off the table. Make no mistake about it, the Leith family wanted this guy to get the death penalty. Right. I mean, she heard some of their family members uh, a few months ago, maybe during the summer or whatever it happened, tried to you know claim he was insane, and they said that was absolutely ridiculous. The guy knew exactly what he was doing. So I, I don't know, man. We just have to wait and find out. The defense I, team is I, I, arguing that, well, he was paranoid because he failed in college and there was pressure at home. He may have got something oh, bad sure. in his weed. Oh, okay, yeah. So just start firing uh, again the word indiscriminately through the doors of people that are knocking on them. Sure, blame it on the weed. But the problem is one of these, quote, yeah. mental experts sided with him on that. So that's why the death penalty has been taken off the table here. A little financial update as the city cleans up from this past weekend's NBA All-Star Game. The projection was that the city was going to make around $320 million. Whoa. And it sounds like that's what the city got and a little bit more. Danny Lopez, he's with Pacer Sports and Entertainment, put out a statement, quote, the projected economic impact was about $320 million, which includes about $60 million of earned media value for the city and the state. We expect, given how the weekend went and the number of people we saw around downtown participating in the events and activities, that that number could even be higher when it's all said and done. Come on. And imagine if there wasn't that horrific snowstorm on Friday. And I say horrific because that really hurt a lot of the businesses downtown. These same businesses that got the shaft when COVID hit, you know, they needed a little bounce back here. They've been playing ball. They've been doing the right things. They've survived in advance. At least most of them have. And they were waiting for this weekend. This is where you could really just make some cash. People walking around Georgia Street downtown near the field house. And then Friday happened and you've got five to six inches of snow here in Indy. Not as many people went out. But it sounds like Saturday and Sunday went really well. So that is good news. Imagine what it's going to be like when Taylor Swift comes to town in November. <laughs> think we're going to hit that 300 million mark three dates in a row with the, uh, the quote-unquote residency at Lucas Oil? So, Allison, let me defer to you yeah. as a Swifty, <laughs> as someone who has been to the concerts. Can we expect the bars where you got to be 21 and over to be packed for Taylor Swift? 
If they do it right, yes. I really? Think, I think if they uh What's do the like, makeup of the crowd? I would say it's it's a good range between I would say thirty five to what whatever your daughter's I mean, like age. moms and daughters. Moms and daughters I would say are about maybe half. Okay, so that's just half. Because in my mind, I thought it's a lot of people under the age of 21. Mm. And that really wouldn't do the bars any good. Yeah. But there's a lot of hotels, though. People are coming out from all over the state. That's true. Or the nation, Very really. good point. Miss um, Allison, since we've got your attention here, could I get some mood music, please? Oh. Today. Is National Cherry Pie Day, Nigel. As I was growing up into the young man coming into my own, this was a major part of uh, the um, uh, the selection after school, shall we say. I yes. just hit record on MTV, let it run uh, let it run while I was in school, and come back and watch music videos. And that was, that was certainly one of them. I think uh, <laughs> Bobby Brown, with an I, that was the young lady's name that did the video with the warrant. Bobby Brown is on the Mount Rushmore of video hot chicks, right? Bobby Brown, Tawny Katane, the chick crawling around in the Cradle of Love video with Billy Idol. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And maybe one more. I can't think off the top of my head. Maybe somebody maybe can that chime chick in. from the uh, Scorpions. Um, and I can't, think of the, I can't think of the name right now. Um, maybe her. I'll have, to, I'll have to look and see what song that is. And to be on this Mount Rushmore, we're not talking about someone in the band. It's random token hot chick in the video. Like Susanna Hoffs is in the band. No one right? like you. No one like you, I believe. No, that's not it. I think, is it no one like you? I don't know. Sorry, I'll find it here soon. But you're right. It doesn't. They can't be in the band. It's a part of the video. Right, right. Boy, you nailed it with the uh, Billy Idol one. Oh, man. Cradle of love. Unbelievable. Uh, But today is National Cherry Pie Day, talking about the food, not the warrant song and video. (laughs) So my question for the class, where is the best piece of cherry pie in Indianapolis? And don't give me a strip club. I know what you guys are thinking. I know how you guys operate. You can get in the YouTube chat. We've got the camera rolling in studio live feed on YouTube. You can chat. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Hammer and Nigel. Best place to get a piece of cherry pie. Nigel, uh, you ate. I don't eat cherry pie. I think cherry pie's gross, actually. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa. But look, don't hold that against me because I think if we're talking generally speaking, if you're going for pies, you're going to Shapiro's Deli. Good, right? good choice. I can't believe you don't like cherry nah, pie. I'll go for pumpkin or apple, peach, cobbler, and cherry pie just kind of grosses me out. Man, wow. Yep, that's it. I am going to go. With a place on the west side um, in Mooresville. Allison, you know exactly what I'm thinking about here, right? I was too. Gray's brother. There you go. (laughs) Gray brother cafeteria. Best place for cherry pie. It's not even their best pie. I think the pumpkin there is the best. And their chocolate pie. My grandparents, Bob and Wilma, used to rock some MCL pies when we'd go with them there in Speedway. They did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is good stuff. So hit us up at Hammer and Nigel, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or the YouTube chat. Best place to get a piece of cherry pie in Indy and don't say a strip club or make a mom (laughs) joke. I know how you guys are. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. 
Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. And I'm starting to not like cameo prices, right? <laughs> because I always get beat. Um, remind everybody what cameo is, Hammer, and then how we play cameo prices, right? Allison's been boat racing me lately. So, cameo is a video service where you can pay certain amounts of money and a celebrity that's available will record a personalized message and you could send it to a friend you can keep it for yourself whatever the case may be we got tanya harding to do one for our outgoing producer uh, kyle wells correct right right now the folks that are available on cameo for the most part are not your a-listers like bradley cooper and tom cruise <laughs> yeah. are not doing cameo as videos. i just said tanya hard harding <laughs> <laughs> I believe that costs the radio station around a hundred bucks. If I'm not, if I'm not uh, um, incorrect there. So the way cameo prices right works, I'm going to name a celebrity, and Nigel and Allison will make a bid on how much you think they charge for a personalized cameo message. The closest without going over gets a point. First one to three is the winner. Now, once we have a winner. You get to make the decision. Do you want to take this shot of Jameson or pass it to your other competitor? So there really is no loser in this situation. Uh, okay, is what you're saying? Let's begin. Right. First one to three. Cameo Price is Right. Disgraced New York Congressman George Santos. <laughs> Nigel? Well, seeing as how he's suing Jimmy Kimmel for uh, fooling him into recording some uh, ridiculous messages, I'm going to say $200. Allison? I'm gonna say one fifty. Three hundred and fifty dollars. Three hundred and fifty. Three fifty, and you can get a personalized <laughs> message from George Santos. George Santos is hot right now, baby. <laughs> All right, Nigel's up one to nothing. Miriam Flynn. She's an '80s actress, probably best known for being Catherine, cousin Eddie's wife, in the Vacation oh. series. Allison. Uh, I'll go with seventy-five. Nige. Mm, I'll do 50. Both of you are over $49. <laughs> Catherine, you're more than that. Catherine yeah. is at she 49. Gone, she might as well just done 50. We go back to Nige. Right. Actor Bronson Pinchot, Balky Bertakamus from Perfect Strangers. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 150. Got the new Beverly Hills Cop movie coming out pretty soon. I'm doing 150. Allison. Uh, I'll do uh, 151. Both of you are over 135. Now what are we going to do here? We got plenty more. Okay. <laughs> we go back to Allison. Trust me, we are not that good at this game. Wow. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Ooh. Woo! Woo! Wrestling legend, how much does the Nature Boy charge? 250. I'm going to do 2. 
$500. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Allison wow. gets wow. this I would have wow. never guessed that. 500 bucks, and you can get Ric Flair delivering a uh, a promo, basically, wow, to so you. So, Balky from Perfect Strangers is like 100 bucks, but Ric Flair's 500? You could get like five Balkies <laughs> for a Flair. <laughs> Nige, we go back to you. Actor Donald Gibb, best known as Ogre in the Revenge of the Nerds yeah. movie. I think he has his own bar in Chicago, too. Oh, man. Ogre. Let's do 125. Uh, straight 100. Both of you are over $80. Wow. <laughs> All uh, right. I think you're the one getting, who likes this game, Hammer. We're getting, we're getting <laughs> it might to... be the first one to two. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Allison. Actor Joe Pantoliano. He is best known for being an actor in La Bamba. He was in Risky Business. He was Ralphie in The Sopranos. Joey Pants. Joe Pantoliano. How much does he charge? 75. Oh, over 100. $169. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We got enough time? For- We've got time for one more. If Nigel gets this right, He's the winner. If Allison gets this right, we have a push, and then everybody drinks. <laughs> so, Nige, Pat Mahomes Sr., Patrick Mahomes' dad, <laughs> fresh off his third DUI, former Major no. League Baseball pitcher. I have no idea who would pay uh, $75. You can laugh, but the Cubs gave this guy millions back in the day. Okay. 75 is your call. 75. Allison. 100. $85. Yeah! Nigel's the winner. There we go. Give me that shot, baby. I'm doing it. <laughs> Here we Give go. Give me that shot. We are cracking open the Jameson. Unless you really wanted it, Allison. I am good. Oh, This might yes. be the longest cameo <laughs> prices right we've ever done. <laughs> oh man! There, there you go. go. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Doctor Pepper. Thank you, Chancellor. Here's to uh, my victory over Allison for uh, cameo prices. Right, Glad uh, it's Jameson over. here. There you go. Drink it. Drink it. Oh, to man, the victor so goes the spoils, and that is how we yeah, play baby. cameo prices yeah. right here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. On a beautiful Tuesday, and let's not waste any more time. Let's check in with wheeling, dealing, hair sniffing, kiss stealing Joe Biden. I got hairy legs. Happy birthday, Dylan. Kajan, Kajan, Katanji drowned Jackson. So Joe Biden traveling to California. Not a lot of details being released about this little trip. Okay. There are some people that are wondering if he's going to meet with Gavin Newsom and maybe groom him in the event something <laughs> happens between now and the election time. Groom him. Joe Biden, the groomer. <laughs> well, depends on what you mean by it. Uh, Joe Biden was uh, getting ready to jump on Marine One today and decided to answer a few questions from the press pool. One of the questions was, are you going to go meet with Gavin Newsom and prepare him as plan B if something uh, goes wrong between now and the election? And Joe Biden, fighting back against the critics that say he's not all there, he's not mentally fit, Joe Biden gives a very well-thought-out, 
clear, concise answer to the question, are you getting Gavin Newsom ready to run? Are you ready? Yes, sir. Well, I'm looking for I'm looking at you. We're looking at you. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Joe Biden answering the question, are you getting Gavin Newsom prepared to run? Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say Gavin Newsom, this whole Gavin Newsom experiment, I think it's kind of fallen off the map. I really haven't heard anything about Gavin Newsom running for president of the United States of America if Joe Biden should drop out. And quite frankly, the more I think about it. I, I mean, I, I think we're hearing reports now that Jill Biden is pushing Joe to run for a second term. Ooh, I don't think. Thanks, he's doctor. Gonna, I, I really. Time. I, because, <laughs> I don't think. I really don't think Biden's going anywhere. I, I, I don't. I, I just because the Democrats don't care as long as they can keep him out of the spotlight in the basement off the debate stage. There's a shot that he could get reelected. They don't care about his mental health. So you're saying they're going to go full weekend at Bernie's? They are going to go full weekend at Bernie's. They did it with Fetterman. It's a great point. That's a great, they, great point. The, the Democrats don't care. Just as long as their guy is in there, they will they will somehow get him over the the finish line by hook or by crook. Man, they will they will do anything. They will use the media. They will, as Rob Kendall calls it, some interesting uh, jelly bean counting <laughs> at the polls. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, and I don't think he's going anywhere because the Democrats know, like, you know, it's not going to be Kamala Harris. No. You, you can't skip over Kamala Harris with a rich, entitled white guy like Gavin Newsom. That would be bad because Democrats are the party of identity politics. It's, it's Joe Biden, man. Even with these poll numbers that are coming out that show Joe Biden might be the only man in the country that could lose an election to Donald Trump right now. I will say polling is horrible for Biden in every demo, every demographic, every category. There's a new poll out by Siena College, and they're speaking to just registered voters in New York City. Republicans and Democrats, registered voters, 70%. Of those in New York say Biden is not fit to serve another term. Now, more than half of these voters said the same of President Donald Trump. So it's almost like Trump is the lesser of the two geezers here when it comes to New York. But that's a big number for a liberal hotbed. 70% of the people in this survey say that the incumbent, who's a Democrat, is not fit. Okay. So, what do you do if you're Joe Biden and the polling is awful? Like I said, in every demographic, in all age groups, um, in all ethnicities, what do you do? You get tough on the border, right? That's what you do. When does that start? (laughs) It could have started, well, it ended the day he took office with over 90 plus executive orders. But now, according to this report in Axios... There might be an executive order coming on immigration. Quote, one bold move that Biden has considered, we're told, is an executive order that would dramatically stanch, is that a word, stanch? Stanch. The record flow of migrants into the Southwest that could even happen in the two weeks before the uh, State of the Union address. Ah, there you go. Allowing Biden to say he took action while Republicans just talk State of the Union next month. 
So he needs this some is- sort of win to go up to the State of the Union yes. and tell the American people, look, I fixed the problem. It was Trump's fault. You're welcome. I fixed the problem that I broke. <laughs> I mean, what do we like? So what works down at the border? What is what is an executive action by Joe Biden down at the border look like? Is it the remain in Mexico policy? Because we know that worked. Seems like right? razor wire worked pretty damn good it's, in Texas. It's, it seems like it's working in Texas. The the drop of the hat deportations. Um, so I will be quite interested to see if this report in Axios comes through because Joe Biden seems to be in a little bit of trouble in terms of the polls right now. But I think he is the only one, the only option for the Democrats at this point. Unless I don't know. I keep getting on here in Michelle Obama. You heard that here I, first. Yeah, I heard that from you first. I will. Everybody's saying it now, but Michelle Obama, I don't know. She wants to write net, you know, produce Netflix series and you know, she doesn't even like America to begin with. Which is why she wants to ruin it and run and become the president. Hell, let's be honest. There's a group of people that are already acting as Joe Biden. And there's no doubt in my mind the Obamas have a little hand in this. Both Obamas, Susan Rice, uh, maybe, you know, Blinken, some other folks. These are the people pretending to be Joe Biden right now. Joe Biden doesn't know his left from his right. He's not calling the shots. The people we mentioned are. And I think if she gets the chance to walk out at the convention, which was conveniently moved to Chicago to be the historic glass ceiling shattering black woman president, she will absolutely do that. Now, we talked about how 70 percent of the voters in New York according to this latest poll, say Biden's not fit to serve. What about Michigan? Michigan's a very important state for the election. It's a swing state. Trump won it in 16. He lost it in 20 to Joe Biden. It sounds like now Biden's pretty desperate to win Michigan because he's trailing in the polls. So he might be doing away with one of his big campaign promises, the push for electric vehicles. Sounds like old Joe Biden's trying to take his 81-year-old hairy legs and run as fast as he can (laughs) away from the electric vehicles push because it's bad for the people of Michigan. The New York Times reported that Biden's plans are to, quote, relax the EPA's proposed emissions limits, which are aimed to eventually eliminate gas-powered cars. Now, this was rolled out on Sunday. News dump on a Sunday, but the New York Times did have the story on Monday. Well, there's another side note, not quite a side note. It's a big, I mean, Dearborn, Michigan. Michigan has a, a huge Muslim population. They're very unpopular with, um, um, Biden's very unpopular with right now because of uh, America's stance on Israel. And what you're seeing in Israel now is that they want to go into Rafah and finish the job, finish off Hamas. And um, the United States said this week that Israel has planned the invasion of Rafah. They basically said, yeah, you don't go in there yet. We need to work for a ceasefire. So the 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 Muslim population, the pro-Palestinian population there, especially in Dearborn, Michigan, is a big deal to Joe Biden. Is anybody happy with Joe Biden in regards to this war between Israel and Hamas? Because that same poll from Siena in New York 
showed that New York Jewish voters are supporting Trump 53% to 44. Now, again, this is in New York City, Jewish voters supporting Donald Trump. So the Jewish voters feel like Joe Biden has turned his back to Israel. Meanwhile, the people in Michigan that are pro-Palestinian feel like Joe Biden has turned his back to them. Like, he screwed this up so bad, nobody wants to hear from him. Um, Joe Biden's campaign co-chair, Mitch Landrieu, he was speaking on MSNBC. And tell me if this sounds like a message of optimism, a message of hope, and somebody that feels like they've got a good grasp on this upcoming election. To expect everybody to be happy and excited, I think, is just unreasonable. <laughs> That's your campaign co-chair saying, yeah. eh, expecting people to be happy is a little unreasonable right now. Thanks for that uplifting message. Donate right now to Joe Biden. I, I agree. I agree with old Mitch. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hello, this is Dave Matthews. And now, time to play DMB. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Dave Matthews Band. Or AOC. To make sure that we take back all three chambers of government, the presidency, the Senate, and the House. Uh. DMB or AOC on the Hammer and Idol Show. Yes, dummy. Wow. Chris was caller number nine. Chris, how are you? I'm not bad. How are you doing? Good, man. Good. So we're going to play DMB or AOC, and this is how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a statement here. It will either be a statement about Dave Matthews Band or a statement about AOC. Get two out of three. I'm going to give you the tickets, okay? Let's do this thing. All right. Number one has appeared in a few different Adam Sandler movies, including being a gay hairdresser. DMB. There you DMB. go. DMB. There you go. All right. Get this one right. We're going to throw a party. DMB or AOC once said, quote, we need to invent technology that's never even been invented yet. Oh, that's got to be the idiot AOC. Yeah. There we go. Chris, congratulations. You got the tickets. Somebody gets to drive. You get to celebrate. Hang on the line, and Allison will take care of you, okay? Got you guys. Love your show. Right on. Thank you. See, what we had to do is we had to invent some technology (laughs) that actually hasn't even been invented yet on AFC. And these are things that are real. I'm not making any of this up. These are real things. Uh, Nigel, if you're looking for a reason to drink tonight, it's Charles Barkley's 61st birthday. Oh, Sir Charles, the round mound. Chuck, the round mound. Uh, Just the other day, we were talking about Barkley kind of defending Indianapolis against Draymond Green, who was acting like San Francisco was better. 
Hey, Reggie, we love you. Let's not have another All-Star in Indiana. Let's let this be the last one, my friend. You come on, man. Was it the you, snow? You spent enough was time here, snow? Reggie. You don't need to come back to All-Star. Was it the minus, uh, you know, hey, hey, the 17 hey. degrees? Hey, 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 Reggie. Yes? If you had a if you had a chance of being cold or being around a bunch of homeless crooks in San Francisco, <laughs> what do you think? Oh, that's No, we don't. <laughs> yes, we do. You can't even walk around down yes, there. Yes, you can walk around. Yeah, with a bulletproof bag. <laughs> I was on the All-Star game the other night. Charles Barkley sticking up for Indianapolis a little bit. Classic. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock Nigel, Jason Hammer right over there. Uh, President Joe Biden's re-election campaign announcing today it raised $42 million Ooh, in January. I it's mean, a big number. Um, so, you know, add that to what's already in the coffers. That's totals about, what, $130 million so far? And that's Am just what's that right? brought in in the last month. Yeah. Um, at the end of 2023, to put in comparison here, while we're talking about $130 million after what was brought in last month, the RNC had $8 million in cash. Yeah, I think they're a million in debt as well. The Trump campaign brought in $33 million cash in hand, though neither a campaign spokesman or the RNC have officially released their numbers. This is from an Axios article. And this is another reason why there's a lot of pressure on Ron and McDaniel to kick rocks. It's not just losing election after election after election or underperforming, it's the money. Yeah, this is the lowest amount the RNC's had in the coffers for a decade, I believe. A decade plus. Now, keep in mind, money doesn't always get you across the finish line. In 2020, Donald Trump had substantially more money than Joe Biden did and ended up losing that election. So right now, the roles are reversed. Joe Biden's got a crap ton of money. But the frustrating thing is for Republicans, nobody's happy with what's going on, even Democrats, right? You've got the New York Times basically trying to push Joe Biden out of office, but yet they're still able to raise money while the Republicans are over here with their thumbs up their backside. This is why Ronna McDaniel has to go. Well, we'll see what happens after the South Carolina primary this weekend, because that was when it's it was... Um you know, said or estimated or or intimated that she was going to step down. Right. It was after the after the primary. So we'll see. Um, but I, I think the other thing you have to realize, uh, Joe's advantage here is the, uh, when we were talking about Joe Biden and his push for the presidency. And I said earlier in the segment before Hammer that that I thought it's going to be him either way. That they're going to push him over the finish line. He's got another advantage. He's got the courts. He's got civil lawsuits. He's got people trying to bankrupt his opponent. Opponent. Donald Trump, um, just the $400 million settlement uh, for this stupid fraud case in New York that's completely bogus. They're trying to bankrupt him and or put him in jail. Fanny in Georgia. Uh, deranged prosecutor <laughs> uh, in D.C. trying to put him in jail for uh, classified documents, the same stuff that Joe Biden's accused of. He's got Donald Trump has the deck stacked against him right now. It could be, you know, very well be a. Uh, a situation where he's incarcerated, possibly, 
later this year. They we, lock him up. That we, might be the thing that evens out the donations. We haven't. We've got. We've gotten through some of these civil trials. We haven't even gotten to the criminal trials yet. Right. Plus, the RNC technically is still involved in a primary because Nikki Haley yes. held a press conference earlier today that said, even now I'm paraphrasing. Even if my panties get taken down and I get smacked in the backside oh. and beaten by 30 points in my own state, I'm not going anywhere. She said she is going to keep rocking this party all the way through Super Tuesday. Well, the never Trump Republicans and never Trump donors are going to make sure that happens because her sole purpose is to undermine Donald Trump and his campaign. Bingo. Bingo. And, and possibly if he gets incarcerated, she's next man up. A Biden surrogate could not do a better job oh, no. than what Nikki Haley is doing right now. Because if Nikki Haley were to drop out after getting humiliated in her own home state, then the RNC could say, all right, we've got our candidate here. Let's get all of our chips in. Let's get everybody on the same page. We're going after Joe Biden. But technically, they still have to run the primary because Nikki Haley, despite not really coming close in any of these things, getting beat by double digits in every one of these primaries so far, caucuses and trails and polling by substantial amounts, held a press conference earlier today. She's taking this thing all the way through at least Super Tuesday. And if you think she's bluffing, uh, Axios got a copy of her travel travel schedule and she's got 11 stops planned after the South Carolina primary. So it might not be a bluff here. She is going to take as much money out of the RNC as possible, try to drain as many donors as possible. And this is bad. This is not good I mean, for the Republicans. Isn't it frustrating? I mean, the Democrats are all lined up behind Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. You're seeing a complete um, reset in terms of the media for Kamala Harris. I mean, if uh, Kamala, uh, Joe can't dump her, and if he gets elected and decides to step down after he is inaugurated or uh, after uh, he's elected president for a second time, uh, then it's her show. So what do you do? Joe can't get rid of her? You're, you're seeing a complete reset and restart to Kamala Harris in the media right now. And both of them are stiffs, Joe and Kamala. Both of them just completely worthless. Yeah, but they have to sell her to the public, and uh, you're, you're just watching it in the mainstream media right now. The Republicans should be ashamed yeah, of themselves. So, yeah, back to what I was saying. I mean, they, they're behind they're behind Joe Biden. They're behind Kamala Harris. They're a unified front. Meanwhile, uh, the Republicans just gave up a, a congressional seat to uh, the Democrats in New York by uh, getting rid of George Santos. And no matter, say what you want about how much of a zero he was and what he did to get elected and the lies he told, that's another seat. That's an even slimmer majority in the House of the Republicans. And they voluntarily gave it yes. up because they yes. wanted to look like the cool kids. They wanted to hang out with the cool Democrats at the table. Did any of the Republicans push to get Bowman kicked out after he pulled a fire alarm because he didn't want to vote? Did any Democrats? None. <laughs> Zero. They play to win while the Republicans want to be liked. They want to sit at the cool kids table. Hate to be Debbie Downer here, but you're right. Just telling it like it is, man. Did you see the video of the fight that took place at the immigrant shelter? in New York City. Oh, I, yeah. There were chairs being thrown and everything. Yeah. I shared this on our Twitter earlier yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but officers in New York once again 
under attack from migrants, illegal immigrants in this shelter that clearly have no intention of following the rules, wanting to be law-abiding citizens, trying to fit into our country. That scene looks like something out of a Fight Club movie. It is ridiculous. But you know what? That's what New York voted for. So I'm sorry. I'm kind of over hearing Chicago and L.A. and Atlanta and New York all complain about what's happening here. Open up your eyes. This is what you voted for. And don't give me this crap about, well, we didn't know we were a sanctuary city. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. It was perfectly clear from your elected officials. And now somebody's calling you out on it. Somebody called your bluff on it and you don't like the results. Hmm. Maybe hear me out. You should have paid attention before you voted for some of these clowns. Just a thought. Allison, I need something to pick me up. I'm in a bad mood right now talking about all this negative stuff. I need a positive story. We need a Hammer's Hero. And now it's time for Hammer's Heroes. Did you see the 18-year-old chick at the prime car wash fight back? Oh, yeah. Uh, this thing is gone nationwide. This is this is all over social media. Prime Car Wash is like one of those places um, that that not only do you go get your car wash, but afterwards you go get it. You can get it detailed. Right. It only, ta- it only takes like, you know, 30 minutes, depending on what level of service that you get. We go to the one. My wife and I go to the one on Michigan Road all the time. Where where's my I need an endorsement of this place. I love Prime Car Wash. Carly. I know the owner. Carly I used to work with her. And her husband. I, we want an endorsement here, damn it. Does Carly know 18-year-old Anna that works at Prime Car Wash? I don't know. Probably. Because this video that you're talking about happened here in Indy. Yeah, I don't know if it was the one on Michigan Road. There's, there's, They have a, a couple others around Central Indy, but I love this video. Sorry, don't. This, I know this is your segment, but I love this video. So, 18-year-old Anna working at the car wash she's got the big spray nozzle right and before your car goes through they spray it down real good yeah well this chick in the car this horrible witch or something that rhymes with it (laughs) rolls down her window and just chucks a lemonade at the 18 year old chick working at the car wash not only chucks it at her hits it in her face liquid ice and all in this 18 year old's face so instead of just Taking the loss, looking depressed, 18-year-old Anna at the car wash fought back. She had the big, powerful spray nozzle, and while her window was down, she lit her world up (laughs) with it. She gave her the juice, baby. Love it. Got her right in the face, all in her car. The woman rolled up her car window at that point, (laughs) went through the car wash, that woman has been banned, and Anna, from what we're told, is not going to get in trouble. She better not. That's awesome. I love that story. Why would you throw something at somebody that's cleaning your car? You're an a-hole. Right. That's why. And I'm glad she gave her a dose of her own medicine, just blasting her in the face. Remember the movie UHF with Weird Al? You get the drink from the fire hose. <laughs> this chick in the car got the UHF drink from the uh-huh. fire hose experience. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. 
Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Nigel presents is It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Is this anything? Alright, let's rock and roll. Hammer, how do we play? Is this anything? I'll run some stories by you. You simply tell us if they're really anything or not. Is this anything? A Texas man was arrested and charged after being caught on video. At an antique shop, putting stuff up his kilt and then back on the shelf. What do you mean putting stuff up his kilt? He may or may not have put a few things in his anus (laughs) and put them back on the shelf. The kilt should have given it away. First indicator right there. Here is the antique gallery manager (laughs) talking about what the cameras caught. Number one, I was disgusted. That night, uh, one of the dealers sent me a video that she had from a camera in her own booth. I think they've been in here before. The employees recognized them and said they were just, you know, the guy was really nice and she was nice and um, they just shopped around for a few hours. What did they do with those products? They threw them away mostly. (laughs) Yeah, burn them, burn the store down after it. Um, And I apologize to the Scottish community for making fun of kilts. I did not mean mean to generalize. Uh, Not all Scots (laughs) put things in their butts. This has been a public service announcement from the Hammer and Nigel show. There's perverts out there. What what can you say? uh, You're a pervert. Uh, You like the you like going out in public and doing that kind of thing and you should not be around other human beings you should not be around kids and uh, I, I i have no concept of what somebody who has that sort of sexual mindset because i'm sure it's some sort of sexual perversion that the, this person was into or it sounds like there was multiple people right uh putting stuff from the antique shop up their butt which brings uh, us to great moments in things inside your butt history. Oh, really? Do we have to? Just a reminder, this is the same chair behind me that Mike Pence used to sit oh, in. Oh, yeah. Great moments in things inside your butt history. This was a news story where a Florida man claims that syringes found inside his rectum were not his. Florida man told officers that syringes removed from his backside were, well, not his. It's a little tough to believe, but who knows? 40-year-old Wesley Scott was arrested Friday evening on an outstanding drug warrant. Once the Pinellas County Jail, Scott removed the syringes from his backside and was then charged for trying to introduce contraband. He was held on $5,000 bond. Now, wait a minute. Hammer, I, I don't know if you've ever seen, he could have accidentally fallen on the syringes, right? It happened in Seinfeld. <laughs> George's dad <laughs> fell right on Fusilli Jerry. Okay? So, it's not unprecedented. <laughs> I'm no prosecutor. But if you got a syringe in your butt, it's yours. <laughs> Great moments and things inside your butt history. This is when a guy decided he wanted to put some Roman candles and bottle rockets in his anus oh, and light them off. No, no. 
<laughs> Narrator, they did not leave his cavity. Oh, man. Uh, those are some yeah, awful burns on his butt cheeks, for sure. Yes. Is this anything? Five cyclists were attacked by a cougar in the state of Washington and only survived because they were able to pin it down with a bike. Whoa. Here's one of the cyclists and Sergeant Pace with Fish and Wildlife Police commenting on what happened. I'm shocked. Never heard of attack of cyclists. The uh, Fish and Wildlife officer uh, shot and killed this cougar before it could do more damage. Uh, they held now with mountain bike. I don't know how they did it, but they did. So you want to act big. You want to make noise. You want to act large. You want to fight back if you're attacked. That's how you fight a cougar? Sort of like a bear. Right. Great right? moments in shooing away cougars. <laughs> hey, get out of here. I like, but it was kind of an unfair advantage. Five cyclists against one cougar, and then ended up the the wildlife guy shot and killed it. What's the oh. ratio of people against cougar that makes it a fair fight? Yeah. I don't know. I think the cougar was outnumbered. I don't think that was a fair fight. Plus, honestly, quite frankly, these cyclists should have taken advice from Ricky Bobby's dad in Talladega Nights. Remember when he put the cougar in Ricky's car? You saw the fear. So before you can even think about any real driving, you got to make friends with that fear. So get in the car. What the hell? There's a cougar in the car. There's a cougar in the car. I put it in there. You got to learn to drive with the fear. And there ain't nothing more damn frightening than driving with a live cougar. Hey, here we go. I'm getting in. Control your heart rate. Oh, my God. Is that Reese Bobby, Ricky's old pot dealing daddy? First or last. It's the Hammer and Nigel show. Crime, punishment, judges. Legal stuff. Make no mistake, Attorney General Letitia James there in New York, along with the judge in this Trump fraud trial, used the courts as a way to punish Donald Trump for running for president. They are trying to bankrupt him through a bunch of bull crap that nobody, uh, n- no money was lost, no fraud occurred in this place, in, in, in this in this courtroom, in this in this trial, and it, it, it's a kangaroo court, man. The is, Delta House got a more fair it, trial in Animal it, House is, than this. This is they are trying to bankrupt Trump in the middle of a campaign for him running for president. I mean, and there's another wrinkle to this uh, judgment too. It wasn't just 350 million dollars. Add uh, tack on another hundred million dollars for interest, and oh, what about an appeal? Can't we appeal, Hammer? Well, yes, but it's going to cost you. There's a little pay to play here. So, Jonathan Turley, he's a legal expert. You've seen him on Fox. You see him testify in some high-profile trials of constitutional law. He claims under New York's state law, Donald Trump cannot appeal this ruling without depositing the full amount owed, including interest, into a court account. So, even for Donald Trump, who's a wealthy cat... 455 million bucks, it's kind of hard to come by. So he has to pay the judgment off before he can appeal, is what you're saying. Now, by putting this ridiculous number out there, this astronomical figure, the judge has made it 
difficult or impossible for the defendant to appeal absent declaring bankruptcy, selling off assets, and basically public humiliation, which is what they're going for here. They want to bankrupt him. They want him to either be in jail or broke, and at the very least, public humiliation. Now, listen, Donald Trump is not a perfect candidate. Sometimes he gets in his own way. He doesn't know when to keep his mouth shut. But this is a situation. This is a kangaroo court here. And nobody got nobody got defrauded. The lenders got repaid on time. Um, they even made, you know, they made money off Donald Trump and those loans that they gave him. I mean, the accusation is that Trump overvalued his assets to get more money in these loans. They were all paid back. Banks made money. No one was defrauded here. So unless some other higher court just takes this up on their own and says, yeah, we're going to throw that out. This was a biased judge. Uh, He did not get a fair shot. It's going to cost Donald Trump an awful lot of money to fight this thing for a chance to maybe get your money back. So put this into gambling terms. You've taken out your life savings and you've put it on the roulette wheel. It's either even or odd, red or black, or you could pick a number. Whatever you choose, there's a chance that you're not going to get that money back. But if you win, you might be able to get your money back. Now, tonight, Donald Trump is doing a town hall with Laura Ingram on her program on Fox. I'm sure he'll talk a little bit more about it then. Uh, We're doing some legal stuff here. Now, I want you to listen to this scam. Okay. Two brothers from California have pled guilty to defrauding the United States Postal Service out of $2.3 million. Listen to this ridiculous scam that went on for three years. Like, I can't believe nobody caught on for three years. According to the plea agreements, these two brothers from California from October of 2016 to May of 2019, they purchased United States Postal Service priority mail packages and included a $100 insurance for lost or damaged parcel contents. So they went, they had this package, they bought the $100 insurance. Well, these packages were empty and they were having fictitious addresses, fake names, and then when the items would either arrive without anything in them or not at all, they would go back to the post office and get the $100 for insurance. They did this from 16 to 19 and made how much? $2.3 million. (laughs) They had fake invoices, fake photographs of goods, um, and the United States Postal Service sent checks to the men in order to cover all these losses valued at $100 plus shipping costs. This went on constantly for three years and... $2.3 $2.3 million was the total these guys had in their bank account. Do you have to be smart to do something like this? You have to have some brains, right? You have to have somewhat of the knowledge of, you mentioned filling out invoices and and bank accounts, and I don't know. It just seems like these guys probably could have done something better with their lives, but they knew they could get away with it, and they did. They got greedy, 
They kept going. They kept going. Instead of pulling an Andy Dufresne and taking your money <laughs> and, you know, going somewhere else or maybe having an overseas bank account or just going off the grid with, oh, I don't know, your first million dollars, they kept going. Yeah, I'm just saying these guys are probably smart guy. I mean, you're talking about false invoices, f- aliases, fake business names, photo- actually photographs of the non-existent goods that were supposedly in these packages. Right. And they decided to take the easy way out. Two point three million yeah. bucks, a hundred bucks at a time, basically. You know, a hundred bucks plus the shipping. So let's just say it's a hundred fifteen, hundred and sixteen bucks. How many times did they have to pull this off to get to that level of wealth? That's unbelievable. I mean, running the scam became a full-time operation for these guys, and I can't believe it took three years for the post office to say, man, we're sending out an awful well, lot of checks. I mean, there's a reason why they were doing it, is because other people have gotten away with it and probably still continue to get away with this kind of uh, fraud to this day. Yes. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Call a roulette. Let's do it. If you're on hold, please turn your radios down. Okay, we have to do the typical radio DJ spiel here. Turn your radio down. Get off your Bluetooth. Get on the phone. Let's rock and roll. Lisa, you're up first. What do you want to talk about? Oh, no, I'm going to be a big disappointment. I'm not calling to beat up on anybody. I just want to tell you guys how much I enjoy the ride home listening to you. But above and beyond all, Matt Bear's my favorite. Everywhere I want to go. This is not a disappointing phone call in any way, shape, or form. Thank you. (laughs) We'll take that. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, Steve, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show. What do you want to talk about? Hey, I want to talk about how I think the Biden administration ignores our veterans that are homeless and uh, they need to worry about America's homeless before they send any money anywhere. Go ahead, Steve. You got the floor. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Give us a little bit more detail. I just, my dad fought in World War II in the Battle of the Bulge, and I really appreciate all the veterans that have fought and died for this country, and I hate for Joe Biden administration to put them on the back burner. There's thousands and probably millions of homeless veterans that should be taken care of before we send a dime to any other country. That's just my opinion. Uh, A lot of people are right there with you, Steve. Thank you. Jefferson, you are up next. What do you want to talk about? I want to clear the air here. The other day, you guys were talking about how great a job Indy with the All-Star Well, Heading downtown from the north side, 
Not that I live in Fishers, but heading from Fishers, it took an hour and a half. Now, I know the weather was not great, but they didn't plow the roads, weren't even salted. And after an hour and a half of driving, you get a mile of any of the venues, and it was gridlocked. When, when was it, Friday? Are you talking about Friday? Friday. You yeah. guys said it was Friday. It was fine. I was like, no, it wasn't. I don't think anybody said Friday was fine. His phone was cutting out there. I think he was bashing the fact that the. I mean, everybody. It took me an hour to get home Friday. Right. Friday was a mess. Friday was a train wreck. Yeah, nobody here said Friday was fine. I think as a whole, the city of Indianapolis did well with the All-Star game in terms of activities and decorations and police presence and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I stand by that. Uh, Jason, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. What do you want to talk about? What's up, man? You guys are doing great. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to know why nobody's talking about uh, Mr. Rocketman talking about launching nukes at us for uh, supporting a war that we're supposedly not in. There's a lot to Mr. Different Rocketman. Which one? <laughs> Can you be yeah, more specific? Fat, we're going <laughs> fat boy Putin. It'd be Putin. It'd be Putin. Be the, he'd be the only major threat to think about. Well, that was the big threat for a little while there, right? Like when we had that national security threat and everybody just kind of rolled their eyes and said, okay, the story was it might be nukes in space from yeah. Russia. Well, he was talking about two. I mean, one of Putin's ancillary players has said that if they lose the war in Ukraine, they're going to nuke uh, Britain, they're going to nuke D.C. I think that's what he was talking about. But, okay. But I, I Those got threats news. happen all the time. I got though. news for everybody. I, I don't think Russia is going to lose in Ukraine. It's going to wind up with some sort of settlement. It's just, I mean, we can get into the weeds on that one, but Ukraine is not going to defeat Russia. Gary, unfortunately. you are up next. Welcome to the Hammer and Nigel show. What do you want to talk about, hey, Gary? Hey, Hammer. Yo. How about a, how about a Matt Bear imitation? <laughs> all right. All right, here we go. Uh, traffic is brought to you by... Uh, hell, I can't find it. <laughs> northbound on the east side. Westbound on the north side. Southbound on the west side. That's a circle, and that's a Carpopolis. There it is! Yours was way better than mine. Good job, Gary. Some a-hole lost his load. <laughs> uh, Chris, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel Show. What do you want to talk about? Love you guys' show. Just won uh, Dave Matthews Band tickets from you guys. Hit nice. on Allison already. You have my phone number. I want to be you guys' maintenance man. Call me for anything. I got 35 years' experience. There you go. Let's go back to you hitting on Allison for just a second here. What was the line that you used, Chris? <laughs> Look at her. I just told her I Googled her and she's gorgeous. That was all. Oh, hey, all right. Very nice. Allison, very we got nice. a ball game. Thank you. We got a ball game. Um, Allison got Googled. There we go. I think we have another Chris I've standing made it, by. Mom. <laughs> Chris number two, welcome to the Hammer and Nigel oh, show. I'm really going to disappoint you because the crazy coupon lady is my favorite. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, no, I want to. I want to talk specifically to to uh, to Nigel here. Yeah. Nigel, are you really sick that much? I mean, you're you're out so often. Or, or is it just that uh, the hammer makes you do all the office work for your show? Uh, I, I am the pencil pusher of the Hammer and Nigel show, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do all the administrative work. <laughs> okay, thank all you. right. Thank you so much. All your calls. We escaped another caller roulette. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it. Uh, my name is 
Nigel, Jason Hammer right over there. I think it's hilarious that uh, Joe Biden and his administration is, I guess you could say, not pleased with the New York Times because of the uh, the negative headlines that have been popping up on the notorious left-wing rag that is, again, the New York Times. But even they can't hide uh, how much of a disaster the president, Joe Biden, is. Some of these outlets went as far as they possibly could to cover up the Hunter Biden story back in 2020. But where they draw the line at is saying Joe Biden is cognitive. (laughs) They're willing to just do everything in their power to lie out of their backside about Hunter Biden, where he got the the weapon, Russian collusion, all of that. That's perfectly fine. But they're not going to sit there and tell you Joe Biden's okay. That's where they have journalistic integrity. And there's been a lot of negative stuff on the uh, crisis at the border as well. Well, there should be. Yeah. Like, doesn't this just go to show where our national media is at right now? Like, we're all sitting here talking about how shocked we are that the the New York Times even has negative press, even says uh, negative things and has stories against Joe Biden. What is this world coming to? Despite the fact he falls down all the time, shakes hands with the air, has a crisis at the border, nobody respects him, inflation is at an all-time high, we're shocked that the New York Times (laughs) said something negative. That's where we're at. Uh, Speaking of biased news coverage, the story about the shooters in Kansas City has been a little maddening. And all week long... We've been told that, well, we can't give you any information on who fired shots at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade because they're juveniles, they're minors, even though we knew everything about Nicholas Sandman that night. We knew everything about Kyle Rittenhouse that night. There was a young football fan at a Kansas City Chiefs game in full headdress and face paint on that was basically called a racist. His face was out there on deadspin. That's fine, but trying to find the thugs that shot and killed a woman at a parade, that's where they draw the line at. Yeah, and these these two little piss ants are also charged with gun-related offenses and resisting last week. They're not uh, cooperating with Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sorry, they're not cooperating with Kansas City uh, police on on the altercation that happened. The update is that two adults uh, involved in the Kansas City parade shooting have been charged. So there's two separate things going on. Two adults have been charged with second-degree murder following the shooting at that Super Bowl parade last week, the Kansas City Chiefs. Their names are Lindell Mays and Dominic Miller. Murder in the second degree, armed criminal action, unlawful use of a weapon. But there are still two juveniles whose faces and names deserve to be plastered all over the place that are not cooperating with police and have been charged with several gun-related offenses and resisting last week as well. I'm sure Deadspin's going to put their picture on the cover the way they did the football fan with the face paint and the headdress, right? When you say football fan, you mean the nine-year-old? Yes. (laughs) The nine-year-old. That had his name and families everywhere. Everywhere, And again, of course, the Catholic school kids, Sandman, who won a huge judgment against major media outlets uh, for defamation. And then Rittenhouse was, what, 16, 17 years old when all that that crap went down? Right. Yeah. We knew all about those folks. We saw their faces 
out there publicly on media outlets. They know who did this. They've got people that are being charged, people in custody, but they're not telling us who it is because it doesn't fit the narrative. And that is 100% the truth. Um, I've got an update on the border here, Nige. I'm sure this is going to make you sleep real well at night. Per CBP sources, there were another 208 Chinese nationals apprehended by Border Patrol in San Diego yesterday. 208 Chinese nationals arrested yesterday. In the last three days alone, that brings the total of 452 Chinese nationals apprehended in San Diego. Those three days are already more than the Chinese encountered in the fiscal year of 2021 across the southern border. We'd like to see a breakdown of if these are families, if these are women and children, if these are, oh, military-aged single males. I don't know. Just saying. The story you're going to get from the Biden administration is kind of like the same crap we heard about Camp Atterbury when it was the Afghan refugees. It's just women and children and little boys playing soccer. That's all that it is. But then you see that video from New York at their migrant center where hell is breaking loose. Officers are being beaten. I shared that on our Twitter earlier today. This is the second time a New York police department has been on the receiving end of violence from folks that came into this country illegally. They let those guys go the first incident. They let them go. And those guys, a couple of them hopped on a bus uh, cross country to get out of the state. I think they caught one or two of them. But yeah, they let them out immediately. So it just makes you wonder, though. I mean, the Chinese had a spy balloon that was allowed to travel across this nation, get pictures of our military bases. I mean, it went all the way across the country. And Biden's dumbass just went out and looked at it and didn't shoot it down until it was done, until it was already (laughs) across and over the ocean by Myrtle Beach. So now they're saying, you know what? We don't even need to do a spy balloon anymore. Just walk over. I, I look. I understand why women and children and and adults that have families want to come here to America, especially with the lure of free health care. It's easy to get in. We'll give you a citation and a court date that's four years from now. I understand it. I totally do. I I would want to leave my asshole corrupt country as well, but. Something about Chinese nationals coming over, uh, most of which are military-aged men. In massive numbers right now. Yes. That's something different. 452 in the last three days. And again, all of fiscal year 2021, 450. So in three days, it's more than the 2021 fiscal year. Um you sent me a story about annoying people at the grocery store early I did? today. I don't remember. Yes, did I? you did. Okay. And according to the list, the most annoying people at the grocery store, besides the person that's in the line where they've got 10 or less items and they got more than 10. Oh, that's what I, that might be my number one. I think that was everybody's number one. So they retired that one. Okay. Tell me where you're at with these people on this survey, on this list. The grandma in front of you that's paying by check. Oh, man, I can't be mad at an old lady for writing check. I mean, I, you know, 
That one doesn't I, I, anger me too I, much. Yeah, I, you know, come on. How about the employee at the grocery store who takes forever to show up and unlock the razor blades or the deodorant? <laughs> Are they locking up deodorant now? Oh yeah. No, I've not been to. I've not been to any place where they've locking up deodorant. They, Mr. Been lock- Zionsville over here doesn't yeah. know what it's like. <laughs> here in Marion County, we lock really? up the deodorant. You lock kid. up. <laughs> first of all, I've, ever since I was a kid, they've been locking up the razor blades. That's that's been going on forever. But the deodorant, wow, that's how bad it's gotten. Yeah, that's annoying. These are the annoying people you meet in a grocery store. The customer who makes the rest of the line wait because they forgot something in the back. I have, in the process of checking out, while the clerk was checking me out, I have ran to the back to get something and gotten back before they were over. I've done that. But you've never made people wait, have you? Not that I'm aware of, not that I remember. Like all your groceries were done, scanned. I would not do that. No. Where are we at on the aggressive Girl Scouts hawking cookies at the door? <laughs> I, again, it's like the little old lady writing the check. I can't be mad at little Girl Scouts. That's No, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, this one really upsets me. That's it. The customer at the deli who doesn't take a number and just starts barking out orders. <laughs> I want a half a pound of turkey. <laughs> hey, jag off. There's like five people in front of you. Take a number. Like Michael Keaton and Mr. Mom. Yes. Like he's taking forever to decide what kind of what he wants. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't. The I Again, I don't. The deli I go to, there's no number. The no, idiots yeah. who haven't seen each other in a while, and they block the aisle with their carts because they're talking. Yeah, I've probably done that. Excuse me. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I see one of my buddies at the grocery store. Sure. Do you take your cart and give him a little bump draft like on the way through? Like Rubbin's Racing, give him a little bump draft? Uh, where are we at with the, the employee, the bagger, yeah. who puts the chips and the bread at the bottom of the bag and ends up getting smashed and screwed up? I will say, the uh, again, the Kroger and Zinesville's got their crap together. That doesn't happen. Yeah, that's, that's complete carelessness and unprofessionalism. Uh, and this one, we'll end with this one. Okay. The customers who pick up an item, like a melon or a fruit of some kind, and yeah. they squeeze it, and they rub it, they smell and they it. sniff it, yeah. and then they put it back. <laughs> sniff it like Joe Biden sniffing a little girl's hair. Right. Sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> annoying. That's gross. And then they put it back for somebody else to get. Ugh. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Are you okay? Everything's gonna be okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm pretty f***ing far from okay. Are you okay with this? On the Hammer and Nigel.
in a equestrian show jumper. It's like they they they, they they it's horse jumping, right? Right. Equestrian. Fancy yeah. horse riding. Yeah. So this this person an equestrian show jumper from Australia could miss out on the Olympics because this person was wearing a Borat style mankini at a re- <laughs> <laughs> at a recent event. Are you okay with this? No, I'm not, uh, because this guy, 50-year-old Shane Rose, he's a three-time Olympic medalist in horse jumping, the equestrian events. He's from Australia. His last medal was a silver in 2020, and he honestly is one of the best in the world, and he should be on the next Olympic team, but he is kind of a jokester, <laughs> and he wears costumes when he competes, and that upsets the real stuffy equestrian judges. And the straw that broke the camel's back was he showed up at an event. Oh, I'm watching it right now. Wearing the Borat-style <laughs> bikini onesie, <laughs> and up, they suspended him. Look up Shane Rose on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I mean... There's yeah, there's something to be said for being the best in the world at what you do and not giving an F and showing up at competitions wearing the the Borat style mankini. That's funny. And like one of the most yeah. uptight, snobby sure, sports yeah. in the world. Oh yeah. He shows up in the Borat onesie and beats everybody, and that rubs him in the wrong way. So they've suspended him for his behavior and he might not be on the Olympic no, team yeah, now. Yeah, that's BS. I'm with you right there. Uh, are you okay with this? I know you are a, a big baseball guy. You, uh, your sons play baseball in high school. You uh, did you play baseball? You, I did uh, in high school and not college though. Or did no. you? Okay, no. Anyway, this college baseball player made his debut for Sacramento State last week and got hit by a pitch seven times in the first eight at bats. <laughs> Listen to the announcer. He couldn't believe it kept happening. Here's a montage of the bad pitches. First pitch just hit Angelo. Hit for the second time. This one skips in and it got him again. May have got him on the bounce before it hit him this time, but Angelo was hit for the third time today. And he just got hit again. That's the fourth time he's been hit today. You got a few and more he just to got go hit here. Again. You really can't make these stories up. How was your debut as a Hornet? I got hit by a pitch five times. Did he just get hit again? He did. That's the first pitch. Just got hit again. That's an RBI. So congratulations on your first RBI as a Hornet, but he just got hit again. And that hit him. Matthew Angelo got hit again. So now that is now eight times in nine at-bats. Okay, Hammer, you're the baseball guy. What's going on here? Are you okay with what happened at this game? Yes. That's Moneyball. That's getting on base right there. Now, <laughs> here's a couple things going on here. For everybody thinks that this is intentional, like maybe he was some sort of a-hole or something, if you go back and watch, it doesn't look to be the case. There wasn't chin music coming at him. They didn't throw behind him. Hell, one time the bases were loaded and they hit this guy. What he's kind of doing, though, his stance, he crowds the plate a lot. Like if you've ever watched Anthony Rizzo when he plays baseball, former Cubs first baseman, now he's on the Yankees. He's all over the plate. He leans in, he rocks in, gets his midsection out there a yeah. little bit. And if you get hit... That's just as good as a base hit. So I am 100% okay with this. As long as you're willing to you know, ice the bruises down when you're done, that's a hell of an on-base percentage. Okay, this is, uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, here's a, another conspiracy someone came up with. 
the refrigerators at Walgreens are scanning us to see if we've been vaccinated. Oh, man, where's that tinfoil hat? And soon they'll be only open for people who are. This is... <laughs> Come I, I don't on. know if this is based really on anything, of course, but it just didn't stop this guy from going public with his theory. Let's hear so it. So they look like normal shelves, but every single one of them has infrared scanning sensors right here for your forehead, right? If you don't have the mark later on, you won't be able to oh. buy or sell unless you scan your hand on this. And this is all just the beginning. Certificate of vaccine ID. COVID. You won't be able to buy or sell unless you can prove that you're fully vaccinated. They're going to collapse the economies and then bring in digital currency. The stage is set. Hey, man, I, you know, Book of Revelation 666, Mark of the Beast, can't buy or sell goods. I've heard it all before. I don't know. Are you okay with this, Hammer? I'm not okay with any of this. <laughs> now, earlier today, I read a story that freaks me out as much as this does here. Yeah? So, remember when people were getting, like, chips put inside their heads that could do various different things? Elon Musk is messing around with that kind right. of thing. Right. Yeah. Elon Musk came out today and said one of the guys that had a chip put in their head can move a mouse on their computer screen. <laughs> this freaks me out. That I is... feel like Jesse Kelly when a bank gets ready to close. It's freaking me out, man. I don't like it, and I am not okay with that at all. Say Hammer and Nigel show. My name is Nigel. Hammer is here. Buckle up, everybody. Gas prices are expected to rise even more in the coming weeks. A gallon has jumped around 18 cents in the past week. I know here in Indianapolis, certainly not seeing gas prices come down. Whenever something like this happens, we go straight to our longtime friend of the show, oil and gas expert, Jay Young. Jay, nice to have you back on with us. It's been too long. What is going on with the gas prices? What do you see happening around the corner here as it starts to warm up, as people start yeah. to hit the road for spring break? What are you seeing? Hey, which is, which is we're, we're, people are driving more now than they have been in a long time. We've had one of the warmest winters that we've had forever. So I don't know. i and I believe going into the summertime, you're going to have the same, you know, as long as it's warm, people love driving. They love getting out of their house. They want to go somewhere. They don't want to sit at home. They want to get out. And that's what's going to happen, you know, come the, the you know, spring, the, the summer. And and what that's going to, I mean, everybody understands why oil and gas prices go up and down. Why do gasoline prices go up and down? And, and I guess I need to ask that question because, People, you know, all of a sudden say, well, these oil companies are, are, are jabbing us or they can take advantage. No, it's all about supply and demand. That's the reason prices go up is supply and demand. If there's more supply on the market than our, our demand, hey, man, guess what? Prices are going to come down. Look at the, look at the pandemic. Yes. You know, p- pandemic, COVID, man, our demand went to zero and our supply was still there and we, prices went way, way down. But, but That's what's going to happen coming into this year and this summer is we're going to be driving, we're going to be using that oil, and and prices are going to go up. So, so is the supply there? I mean, it doesn't sound like the supply is there if prices are just going to go up and the demand is more than supply. Yeah, well, our supplies are still there right now. We're we're producing more oil than we ever have. Really, right now in the United States, I don't think it's going to increase or continue. But uh, right now, it, it's. Our, our supplies are there. We're, we produced 13.1 million barrels of oil last last uh, last month in December. 13 million barrels a day. Now, don't forget, we need 20. So we're still getting 7 million yeah. from other countries. So that's the variable. I mean, that's I, I don't think that we'll continue with those higher oil prices for a long period of time. And I think 
supplies will start coming down to the United States, which is okay. I mean, it's, it is what it is. We can't really produce 20 million a day. We can't meet our total demand for oil and gas in the United States because the refineries, transportation just can't be done. But the, the, the wild card in here is what's going to happen with these world wars? How hard is it or how easy is it to access that other 7 million barrels a day? That's why oil prices are going to go up and down because, man, what happens if, 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 if all of a sudden, you know, Ukraine or Russia or something, they get into another war and Russia says, we're not going to start shipping this, this oil to China. So we feel like that world demand is going to go, go, uh, it's going to go up, and if if your big Iraq, Iran, there's three or four world wars going on right now. I mean, right. not necessarily you know bad or big, but there's wars going on all the time with people trying to kill each other or, or you know, do right. whatever. So man, you, you you don't need very much of that at all to send prices through the roof. So Jay Jason Hammer here. So we've got. Donald Trump out here campaigning saying, drill, baby, drill. That's like the one thing that he says is at every campaign rally. How much uh, can we attribute gas prices to policies from an American president? You mentioned the wars happening overseas, the foreign wars, and I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But what can an American president or an American politician do to help us out? Yeah, and I heard George Bush the other day say, you know what? We need to give Ukraine more money. We need to give these other countries more money. And I'm like, well, okay, that'd be great if we had the money, but we don't. We're in a federal yeah. deficit. But, you know, what they can do is just make amends with all these different countries around the world. I know it's hard to do. and It'll never be done. But I'm just saying from a standpoint of make peace. We're, we're producing more oil in the United States right now than, than, than we could use. What, what I mean by that is we're exporting oil. And Trump's, you know, drill, baby, drill, it's great for jobs. That, that, that's really all it's good for is jobs because we're, a, we're, we're producing 13 million a day. Our refineries and our need is only 10. So we're exporting 3 million barrels and we're having to get 10 million barrels from other countries. So, you know, just that whole dynamic of let's keep our enemies, well, they say enemies closer or whatever. whatever. Friends close, you know, enemies closer. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what we need to do right now. We need to make peace so they don't just start going. Oh, okay, let's let's watch, watch this. You know, hold my beer. Let, 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 let's quit yeah. giving United States oil, and all of a sudden, let's see what happens. And that's exactly what happened. You know, um, when when prices went to a hundred dollars a barrel, these foreign countries said, "Well, wait a minute. We need to just stop giving oil to the United States because we need to drive the." The, the oh, I'm sorry, they over they oversupplied, you know, like during the pandemic, they, they were oversupplying the United States with oil because oil prices were so high. So they started oversupplying the United States with oil because they knew that prices would come down. You know, they don't want prices to be 100 120 dollars a barrel here because more people go to drill and that's just not what we need here. That's not what they want here. They want they want prices to be. a barrel. So it's, it's really good for the, it's really good for the the people with gasoline prices. When OPEC says, okay, let's, let's take, take the price down a little bit more, you know, um, you know, oil oil and gas companies are are good and they like, they like producing oil and gas, but they, they obviously don't want to drill when prices are at 70 
and then receive forty dollars a barrel. You know, when they start producing the oil, you know, several months later because it takes so much so so long to drill wells. Speaking with oil and gas expert Jay Young here on the Hammer and Nigel Show, gas prices uh, rising here in the past week, continuing to rise. Is there anything that the Biden administration has done to hinder? I mean, you're saying we're producing more oil, but I know, first of all, he just put a pause on the uh, natural gas exports, ex- exports yeah, yeah. because yeah. of, uh, you know, the, the climate cultists and, and making his base happy there. Uh, is there anything more that this current president could do so that we are producing even more oil you said you know we need about we've been doing about 13 million barrels we need 20 mm-hmm. um right, it's right. it's it seems like ever since biden took office gas prices have been high and i'm talking even like they're not going down pre-pandemic levels are they right. jay right no, i mean no, we're not going to see no, that no. again pre-pandemic levels of gas right yeah no we won't and it's amazing that that the price is staying up even even with Biden and, and as our as our president, because he's, I mean, you know, when he when he first came into office, what did he shut down the pipelines? Yes. And, you know, I mean, just just permits and yep. I mean, he sold. Uh, I think Reagan just said okay to like eight thousand permits and and um, and in the ocean, and Biden has said three or something. I mean, something some ridiculous number that that Reagan did compared to. To, to buy, I mean, amazing that prices are staying up like they are right now. So, uh, yes, we do need oil in the United States, and and it's it's really good for the economy and jobs for the, us to keep prices us to keep prices right here at this level or a little bit higher, so we can have more jobs. You know, whether or not there's a you know Democrat or Republican right now, we are producing more oil, and it's amazing that that we we can do that. But there's the, the the big increase in production has been in Texas, you know, with yeah. with, with the Permian Basin. You know, that, that's gone from a million to six million barrels of oil a day increase in the last 10 years. A million a day to six million a day. Six million barrels a day coming out of Midland, Odessa, New Mexico, that, that whole Permian Basin area. And that's one reason why we've had such big increases in our production in the United States is because of the Permian Basin. Jay, you're part of four generations that do this, right? Four generations in the oil and gas industry. We're talking over 100 years of combined experience here. So what do you guys think when you see a president, whether it's Biden or even Trump, they take credit when the prices go down, but when the prices go up, they say, I've got nothing to do with it. (laughs) And they blame the oil companies. I mean, it's just the same thing. I've got got a company with... With uh, you know fifty employees, and it's the same thing there. Everybody blames something for it, it's politics. And if you're if you're a known politician, you know how to do that, escape the issue, and uh, you know do, they don't they don't go to Doctor Phil. They need to go to Doctor <laughs> Phil's if they need to do because then they they really understand what their problems are. But hey, that's not that's, that's not for me to talk about because hey, all we do is is we drill when prices look good or the forecast looks good in the United States. Like in our assets that we have right now, we're we're drilling, we're producing, we're we're. I mean, we we we've done farm outs with people like Conoco and and other companies that we produce with them, and which is great for our income. It's great for our company, and yes, we don't want to we don't want to spend a tremendous amount of money when prices are sky high. 
because they could come down. Uh, Jay, one more thing before we let you go here. This strategic reserves. I know Biden had depleted uh, a lot of those reserves to try to get the price of gas to come down. Where are we at with the um, strategic petroleum and oil reserves? Yeah, well, he does. He doesn't want to buy seventy dollar oil. He doesn't want to buy seventy dollar oil and, and, and pay for it. How's he going to pay for it? You have to write a check, which is out of our, which is out of our deficit. So he's he may do it a little bit just to make just to make a headline or two and go. Oh yeah, we're filling we're filling the strategic reserve. Yeah, he took out one hundred and fifty million. I think he's put back like ten. Or, oh or my gosh! Stupid. I mean, you know, it's it's but he did that for political reasons, sure. not thinking that we needed that oil in the future. And, are we going to need that all in the future? I don't know. I mean, that's that's another question. But regardless, he used that for 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 politics because he is a yep. politician. We had that all available, and he's not going to he's not going to bring he's not going to fill it back up. You know, Jay Young is the author of the Upside of Oil and Gas Investing. He is uh, he's one of the best at uh, breaking it all down for us. Where can people find that uh, book for free? Yeah, King Operating. KingOperating.com. You can go on Apple or do whatever you need to do on that kind of stuff. But if you go to KingOperating.com, if you're if you're a person that says, "Hey, I'd, I'd like to look at some of our oil and gas investments," I'll sign a copy for you. Just right on the website. Hey, Jay Young said he'd send me a copy. Jay Young, thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Life is full of things to manage: your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta. Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. All right, real quick, I wanted to mention um, the slumping box office. Uh, movies haven't been doing too well. There hasn't been theaters. anything really exciting come out in a while. Um, top five over the weekend. Now, did, did you say? Have you watched The Chosen? Did no. you say you? Had, I thought Crystal may have watched The Chosen. She might have, um, but it's it's the number one crowd funded media project of all time. It's about the life and times of Jesus Christ. If it was a, a Mac series. basketball game, I've seen it. But if it's <laughs> anything else, probably not. Okay, so the second installment of season four of The Chosen. That's like episodes four through six debuted in fifth place at the box office. Okay. And Migration, the animated movie, is number four. Took in, I don't know, like three. Point eight million dollars. Is that a movie about the border? <laughs> no, my kids, the grandparents took the kids to see that. Saw, see that movie. They loved it. All the Chinese nationals have lined up to the theater. <laughs> they walked out. That was not what we thought that movie was going to be. Uh, Argyle fell to third place. That actually looks good. It's like uh, I think it's Bryce Dallas Howard. She's a, a fiction spy novelist, but the, her stories are playing out in real life. So it's not the I, origin story of the limo driver from Die Hard. <laughs> That's what you're telling me. Is, is that his name? Argyle. <laughs> How did I forget about that? That's third place in the box office. Boy, this superhero origin story, this Madam Web, was a disaster. Opened in second place, 
two million dollars. Never even heard of it. It's something about it's a Dakota Johnson. Uh, Allison, yeah, yeah I that? believe I believe so. Yeah, and it's, you know, it just I don't know if a new franchise, a female can carry this new franchise. I'm sorry, there's very little female superheroes that carry a franchise like that. Little, I mean, Wonder Woman, Gil Gadot, is that Gal her Gadot? Name? Gal Gadot, yeah, um, she's phenomenal. But I just, it's, it's a disaster. Bob Marley, you said you wanted to see the Bob Marley documentary. That's number one at the box office right now. It looks like it'd be interesting, but I like the music of Bob Marley, so I'd be interested in the story. So, uh, Madam Web, it's the latest project from Sony. I mentioned it's Marvel and Sony. It flopped. Here's, uh, you know, theaters are stuck showing this thing now. Here, they need your help. <laughs> In theaters now, Madam Web. Dakota Johnson is a paramedic whose power to see into the future unleashes a deadly adversary. And, okay, it's more superhero garbage. I don't understand what's happening. Honestly, theaters need your business. Have you been inside one lately? We're so empty, the library across the street mocks us. We're like Sears with a butter pump. What? <laughs> help us out, people. Or if you need a place to be alone, this is the movie for you. Madam Webb. Now showing. Boy, I can't wait to uh, <laughs> rush out and see that train wreck. I'd love a good butter pump. It's the Hammer and Nigel show.